Welcome to the Mindful Love Podcast, the show that provides you with the knowledge and tools to develop a deeper connection with yourself and others so that you can get the love you want. I'm your host, Tabitha MacDonald. I did the hard work of finding the quickest, most effective tools to transform all areas of my life as fast as possible, and I am excited to be sharing these tools with you. And today's episode dives into a tough reality, dealing with the pain when family dynamics aren't what we wish they were. I've decided to start this new segment called, I don't know who needs to hear this today. I had an experience this morning where I was really triggered into my wounding and I thought to myself, what would be a great way for me to turn this pain that I'm in right now into some purpose, because that's how I process through a lot of pain is I go, how can I turn this pain into something meaningful? And I thought, I bet there's somebody else out there right now, even if it's just one person who's struggling with this, it's the holidays, it's December, 2023. And I think that this probably happens to a lot of people and not enough of us speak up about it or share our experiences that just further perpetuates the cycle of loneliness in our own pain and discomfort. This is a new segment on my mindful love podcast. Today, we're going to talk about sometimes it just hurts when your family sucks. Family is supposed to be our sanctuary, our safe haven, but what happens when it's the source of hurt and disappointment for us? Today, I was sitting with my daughter and I don't really talk to my family. I talk to my younger sister who I adore and for the most part for the rest of my family, I don't really speak to them very often. I had a pretty major traumatic thing happen to me a few years ago. And instead of having my back, they all turned on me. It was probably them turning their backs on me was more painful than the actual event. I decided at that point to start eliminating people from my life who caused me more pain than they brought me love and joy. And so I just went no contact with a good portion of my family. And I'm okay with that decision. I've been slowly introducing and toying with adding them back into my life. And then something like today happens. Um, I'm sitting there with my daughter. It's 10 days until Christmas. She's 18, so she can make her own decisions, but she's visiting from where she moved off to after high school and says, oh, I just got a text from grandma. And it asked me if I wanted to go to uncle's house for the holiday. I immediately was furious. Why? Why why would I be furious? That's a really good question, right? Because most of the time when you get an invitation to a family gathering, that's not going to make you furious. I was furious because I was not invited. And in fact, my brother has expressed to people that if they talk to me, he won't talk to them. And since he has a new baby, he has some leverage, right? So I felt betrayed again not by my daughter, but just by my whole family of origin, especially since I never did anything to hurt my brother. He disagreed with how I went through my healing process, which in my opinion, he's 20 years younger than me and shouldn't even have an opinion about how I choose to go through my healing journey because the path I chose was one of spirituality 
and coaching and things that made the most tremendous and beautiful impact on my life. Now I get to share those skills and gifts with other people and my clients give me the most beautiful feedback. And I'm always grateful because I know that I was divinely led to go down the path that I did so that I could help other people who had similar experiences I did heal in their own journeys. So with that said, I'm like this kind of like high level thinker most of the time. And she reads me the text. I'm immediately back in like pain and agony and the wound that is still there from my family and being the person that is left out, targeted, and all of that victim consciousness that I have worked really hard to keep myself out of. For all of you out there, like I said, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but sometimes it just hurts when your family sucks. It's like I can be all mindful and conscious and all of the things But sometimes it just sucks, especially around the holidays. And I really think that we need to acknowledge that it sucks and it's painful. And no matter where we are in our healing journey, something small might trigger it for you. And it's okay. I like went and sat on the stairs and I started crying and I just kept asking myself, like, why are you crying right now? Like you've done this work before. What is it that it hurts? And I just said, sometimes it just sucks. Like, when is it going to stop hurting? When is their bad behavior going to stop pouring salt in a wound that I thought was healed? Like, when is it just going to stop? In the past, I would have buried it. I would have pretended like it didn't exist. I would have put on a happy face to make everyone feel okay around me. And instead, I just said, you know what? That really knocked the wind out of me and it sucks. And I just feel like shit. So I need a couple of minutes to just feel like shit. You know, I love you all. And I like, I'm so grateful that I get to be the mom that I always wanted to my children. I'm so grateful that I get to be that mom. But it also like, I'm still a daughter And that still sucks on the receiving end. So we talked about it. My daughter and I talked about it. And I said, I don't know how to get my power back right now. I feel very disempowered. And then I thought, you know what? You know how to get your power back. So I kind of sat up straight and I took a deep breath. And I thought, what needs to happen right now for me to take one action to getting my power back? And I said, you know what? I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to be quiet and pretend anymore. And so I sent a text message to my mother and I said, I would appreciate it if you did not invite my children to family gatherings where I am intentionally excluded. It's disrespectful to me and it's disrespectful to them, period. Was I expecting a reply? No, I was not. But that's a lie. Part of me was hoping somebody would at least say, I'm sorry, but nothing, not one reply. And what I got instead was a list for Christmas for my nieces and nephews and a request for a Christmas list for my children. And I thought to myself, I'm like even more angry right now than I was before. And I think that's because I'm being ignored again. I just started acknowledging the pain. And it's part of growing up 
in a dysfunctional, toxic family environment. We long for that warmth of a loving and supportive family, but the truth is not everyone experiences that. And sometimes family dynamic, they're just toxic, hurtful, and simply dysfunctional. No amount of growth or healing, it's not going to change them. And that's not our job to change them, right? The only thing we can do is stand in our own power and become the best version of us and stop having expectations of people and see them for who they are, not who we think they're capable of being. Many of us navigate through complex family relationships that leave us feeling unloved, unheard, and undervalued. We might grapple with our absent parents, strained connections, or damaging dynamics that just chip away at our emotional well-being. This has a really big impact on our mental health. The pain stemming from family struggles can have a profound impact on our mental and emotional health. It's okay to acknowledge that this pain exists and it affects as deeply shaping our emotions and relationships outside of the family unit. I mean, I had never had a healthy romantic partnership because I had all of these really screwed up rules around love and belonging, and they were all tied into narcissistic abuse. So I didn't really even understand what healthy relationships were or healthy love was. And that had a really big impact on my life until I was 45. Like, that's late. I mean, at least I woke up, right? So there's that little beautiful gift. So what did I decide? So I was sitting there and I was getting more upset and I was more sad. And I thought to myself, like, stay in the end result. You said at the beginning of the holiday season that your choice for the holidays was to have a joyful experience of connection with people that you love. That was my choice. And if you follow my coaching, you'll know what a true choice is, but it's where we really stay in the end results of what we want to create. And so I really stepped into Christmas day and I removed all of the people and I stepped into the emotion. What does it feel like to have a joyful, blissful day full of connection and loving experiences? And what I saw was my kids and I like, having dinner someplace nice on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas morning making cinnamon rolls like we always do, and opening presents and listening to music and watching Christmas movies and going to see the new Christmas musical that we've gotten into the tradition of going to the movies every Christmas day and seeing a new musical. And I thought that feels like my choice, a true choice, how I want to be on that day. And if I wasn't afraid of hurting people's feelings, and if I wasn't afraid of creating even more of a barrier between me and my family of origin, what would I choose? And I thought my old self would choose to go and be uncomfortable and mad at my family's house, knowing they all had a secret gathering without me, and that this gathering was only for show so that they could say they weren't excluding me. Right. So, and I know that's what's happening. They have their big family gathering. And then my sister, because she loves me, she'll put on a separate one that's just us. I don't want that experience this year because it hurts. And I would much rather not have to sit there and have it hurt and lie to everybody about it and tell them it didn't hurt and be grateful for something that I'm not really grateful for. To not be in alignment with my choice which was to have 
a loving and joyful holiday season with people that care about me. I finally just decided that I'm going to step out of the holidays this year because I am now somebody who has my own back. And sometimes I have to make hard decisions for myself. And I checked with my kids and I was like, does anybody really care if we don't go? And they were all a little bit relieved that we weren't going because they know how my family treats me. They've seen it my whole life or their whole lives and they don't like it either. And it's not easy for them to watch their mom get treated that way. And it's not easy for me because I have to sit there with my guard up the whole time, pretending like it doesn't hurt. And I'm just kind of done with that. And I'm also done people pleasing and not having boundaries. And that includes boundaries with myself because to me, that would be a boundary violation of the relationship that I have with myself, which is really strongly rooted in, I don't allow unhealthy relationships in my life anymore. And so in a way I would be breaking one of my own boundaries that I have with myself. Let's talk about coping because this sucks, right? Like having a family that sucks, that sucks. It's painful. People who don't have sucky families don't understand it. And they say, oh, you should just forgive. It's the holiday season. Like my dad calls me every, I don't know, six months or so. And the first thing he says is, are you talking to your mom yet? And I always say, you know what? I'm not not talking to her. Then he goes, well, I don't understand why you're not talking to her. I'm like, I don't know. You don't talk to her. Why should I have to talk to her? And then he's like, yeah, but you should forgive your mom. Like you should talk to her. And then I remind him of what she did. And he goes, oh yeah, I always forget about that. And I'm like, oh, must be nice for you. I don't really think about it very often because I don't talk to her, but this is my life. Like this happened to me. I need to have my own back. I need to have my chosen family and supportive friends around me. I need to be the best mom for my kids. If I treated my kids even a quarter of as crappy as I was treated by my family, I would hope they never called me again. Like seriously, I would hope that because I hope that they have more boundaries with me than I did with my family. I don't know who needs to hear this or if this story is helping you today. I know that sometimes it just sucks. It just sucks. And I think that the holidays bring this up for people. If that's you, I'm sorry that's happening to you. I'm sorry it happened to me. And I'm sorry that it happens to all of the people who are still being treated like crap by people who are supposed to love them. We can get closure, right? So for some closure comes through acceptance. Like I have accepted this as my family and I have accepted my role in their lives. I did choose my own path of closure was to get distance for myself, uh, for my own well-being, And that was the best gift I ever gave myself. It wasn't until recently, actually, that I started allowing my mom back in my life a little bit at a time. I can see now that maybe that wasn't the best choice for me. And that's okay because I tipped my toe in the water. The water was still cold. And I've decided that maybe that's a pond I don't want to swim in. And healing often involves accepting that not all family relationships can be salvaged or changed. The truth is, even one day a year, I'm not willing to sit there and feel like garbage about myself. When I'm around my mom, I'm reminded 
how she treated me my whole life. And I am reminded of how crappy that feels. And I don't need that reminder. So for all of you out there who can relate to this, remember that it's okay to feel hurt by family situations that suck. Your pain is valid. It's important that you seek support from people who are around you, who really love you and have your back. If you don't have it, find a support group, find something outside of that. Healing takes courage. It takes bravery. It takes being able to sit with our shadow parts and our genius parts and all of our parts, all of our pain, all of our joy. And it's being able to be our most authentic selves. And that takes courage. I just want you all to know that you are smart enough. You are strong enough. You are lovable and you are worthy and you are valuable enough to do hard things for. I hope you have a very, very happy holiday. There is a group of people out there waiting to give you the love that you've always desired. So from my heart to your heart, happy holidays. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone who may need to hear it. Please subscribe to this podcast and take a moment to leave a review. If you or somebody you know is struggling with heartbreak, please visit my website, mindfullove.love and subscribe to my newsletter. You will also receive a free meditation pack to help you move through the pain faster. If you want to go deeper, my Heartbreak 911 program is launching on December 6, 2023. This is an intensive 21-day course designed to help you move through the pain of heartbreak as fast as possible for you. You will receive live coaching, valuable course content, and support from people going through a similar experience. You can go directly to that program by visiting heartbreak911.com to sign up today. You will receive early access to a powerful morning routine, breathwork exercises, and meditations to get you started on your journey.